The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGP and group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars at sleeper.com slash sgp and of course make sure to check out our relaunch merch store where you can get all your favorite sgpn gear just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com driver start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Indeed, let's talk about racing things. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Yes, back again from the extended stay that is what we call the annual training period in the National Guard. Still getting my sea legs back as Cody uh, had Chase on last week. We talked about it a little bit in the DFS show, but uh, again, big thanks to Chase for holding it down. And for you, Cody, for sitting in the captain's chair for the day, uh, if you want, I'll take it back. If not, I, I think you did a good job without me. Oof, I don't know about that, but, uh, yeah, like I said on the DFS show, uh, it's all yours. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't envy your, your side of the table there. I'll just, I'll sit over here and just give out, uh, 25 to one winners or something like that. <laughs> and really that's what we're trying to do. Every single week is try to give you exactly, uh, that, and that is, is cashing bets. And you guys did a lot of that last week. Um, go back, listen to the DFS show. If you haven't already, we've given plenty of kudos to go around and go back and listen to that DFS show in general, man. Cody and I are having a blast giving you DFS picks. It's just so much fun to actually, uh, get into the DFS side of it, give you drivers that we like, help you build your lineups. And as always just make you more money. Isn't that what we want to do in the long run? That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for, my friends. So uh, make sure to, to go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But this is, of course, the Gambling Podcast. So here, there's a little bit of a sort of format change in all of this because we have been told, and 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 I will test this out next week. If, if we get told we can't do this anymore, then we'll, we'll pack up shop and do it the way we were doing it before. But we've been told, Cody, that we have been green-lighted for a third episode of of the week they love us on the sgpn you guys love us and we're going to be doing a full recap show of the race before uh on a on a monday or a tuesday we haven't na- nailed it down exactly yet uh, probably on a tuesday but uh but we're going to do all of the recapping of the bets of the week of the way the race went we're going to incorporate even a little more strategy talk when we're talking about going into future uh races at tracks like that and and maybe dig into a little bit more of the teaching you how to bet the types of tracks uh, that, that are coming up, especially we're going to do a preview of the track ahead. Cody, we, we just, we're going to expand everybody's knowledge base in, in the process. I'm super excited. We could sit here and talk about this for five, six hours on a podcast, but I don't know if anybody wants to listen that long, but uh, we'll break it up that? into three for you. <laughs> <laughs> break it up into three. You know, I mean, thanks to everybody for listening. We've gotten a lot of feedback. You guys want more and more. We're trying to give you as much as we can, so expanding to three shows is going to help. The numbers are there, so the bosses said go for it. So, again, we appreciate all the support. I mean, back back when uh, Rod asked me to do this in January, I was like, I don't know about this. And now here we are. You know, we've got some 40-to-1 winners, some 15-to-1 winners, some 25-to-1 winners. 
we, we've been having a good time. We've been winning some money. Uh, and, and again, you know, just hearing from all you guys and, and how much you like the show and what else you want from it. Um, so yeah, it's going to be real exciting to, to get that third show, be able to focus a little more on recapping things, be able to focus a little more on what we're looking forward to this week and, and kind of having those things separated and be able to expand more. Absolutely love it. I could talk NASCAR all day and night. So, uh, keep it up and maybe we'll just add a fourth one in there. <laughs> I mean, look, the goal, I guess, is to have five shows a week, right? That's anybody's goal. Uh, There's seven days in a week, Rod. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there are seven <laughs> days in a week, but like, even even God had to rest on a day, right? Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so in that vein, what we're going to do for you is we're going to focus more on the bets, especially on this episode of the podcast. We always broke it down into the recap, right? And then the, the truck and the Xfinity bets. And then, of course, the, the cup race bets in stage three just to break it all down but we're gonna actually spend and look starting next week right i mean this is the first time that we're getting used to this and and so we're only going to really give you a couple of bets uh per uh, xfinity and and truck but we will break out both of these in the coming weeks uh but right now as we as we sort of get into this and as i get back into the swing of things we're going to take it easy on stage one we're going to pick it up a little bit on stage two and of course we're going to give you the full complement of three picks for the cup race so uh with that in mind cody we turn to mid ohio xfinity racers are very familiar with mid ohio as they've been coming here for the last few years uh right at least for since 26 uh, 2014 not 2013 they've been coming here uh but this is the first time that we will see trucks on this uh road course in mid ohio so we got a lot of unknowns in a season of already unknowns, and the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 takes place on the Mid-Ohio track. So, Cody, how are we approaching this, especially, again, with this being the first race of the the, camp or the Camping World Truck Series on this track? Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It uh, should be fun. So this is part of the Triple Truck Challenge. No Cup Series or Xfinity Series points getters are allowed in this race, plus they're you know, they're in Ohio. The other two series are, are down in Atlanta. So, uh, you know, obviously there's a difference there, but no cup guys in this, uh, Justin Marks is actually going to be racing the owner of track house, the Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain team. Uh, obviously he co-owns that with Pitbull, but, uh, in his previous life, he, he was a, a race car driver and, uh, getting back into it. He's got a lot of road course experience, a lot of Xfinity and truck series experience, He's going to be jumping into that 41 truck for Nice that uh, Ross Chastain's run in a few times and won in earlier this season as well. So it's going to be exciting to see him back out there. I don't think he's been in a NASCAR race since uh, 2018. So it'll be good, good fun to see him out there. But uh, otherwise, yeah, it's all, all truck series guys, and uh, it's going to be fun. I think I'm going to lean a little more towards the guys that we know can get it done on the road courses because I think that you know, at this point, we've got a sample size of a few road courses and we've been able to see what some guys are able to do. So that's kind of where I lean a little more uh, headed into this one. Yeah, indeed. So, all right. So let's go ahead and give out our, our one bet a piece for this truck series. And you have picked a winner and so have I. Yes, sir. Uh, Ty Majeski is going to be my pick. He is at plus 1,000. Uh, so 10 to 1 odds. Man, he's he's been so close. He's he's really he's gotten close to it. He's getting gonna get that first win soon. We've seen a lot of first winners this year on road courses. Um, so he was third at Sonoma. Uh, really like that. He he was running decent at Coda. He got caught up there, but uh, he's coming off a couple of good finishes with a fourth place at Nashville, and like I said, third at Sonoma. So uh, he he's been consistently building up to it. He's been knocking on the door, knocking on the door, looking to get that first win, and I think he can get it done this weekend at uh, at Mid Ohio. Yep, I mean, again, we've we've sung the praises of Ty Majeski all season long, and he's always been around. And just like you said, he's just he's been knocking on the door, and at some point, he's going to have to kick the damn thing down. And you know what better way to do it than? And we've seen some ridiculous road course racing, just like you said, especially in the Xfinity Series too. Uh, especially in Portland, really, if we're being honest. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Ty Majeski too. I would like to see him win some more races before too long, but 
to be honest with you, I, I think he's going to do well, but I don't want him to win this race because I have a race uh, that I want him or that I, uh, driver that I want to win a race, and that is Zane Smith. One of the favorites of plus 400. I know we always say that there's not a whole lot of value in, in winners at that kind of a, a price, but at plus 400, I, I like Zane Smith. He won the only other road course race uh, that the trucks have run this series in Austin, and to me, I just feel like he's got it down. Um, he's had a lot of great finishes, 12 top 10s, eight top fives, three wins, finished second in Nashville, third in Knoxville, second in Sonoma, right? He was, oh, I'm sorry, they did two Sonoma races or uh, two, two truck races on the road courses, but he finished second in Sonoma. Um, so he's got a lot of, of great runs at these tracks. And I, to me, I just, I think this is a Zane Smith week, especially given that he was so close to, to being able to be the first car in Nashville uh, and had a really great run in Knoxville coming from 15th to third. So um, Zane Smith, you know, he's, he's fallen on some hard times as I knocked the mic hard times for him is not winning a race. I suppose if we're, if we're all being honest. So yeah, give me Zane Smith plus 400. I know it's not a gigantic return, but um, you know, if you win, then you win money. Exactly. I, I was real close to picking Zane Smith. I mean, He's been the class of the field so far this year in general, and especially on road courses. He's got the win earlier in the season. Yes, he finished second at uh, Sonoma, but that was to Kyle Busch. So, uh, you know. <laughs> what can you say there, right? What can you say, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, again, no cup guys in this race. So, Zane Smith, I think, is the best driver out there. Uh, he, he's proven he can get it done. You're still getting four to one odds, so that's pretty good. So, I, I definitely like this one as well. All right, so there it is. Uh, Ty Majeski for Cody. Zane Smith, the win for me in the truck race. The, what is it? The O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 over there in mid-Ohio. Road course not going to be where the Xfinity and the Cup drivers are going to be. We'll talk about them in stage two. But first, as we always do, let's tell you about win. Make sure to get down on the win bets. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. If you want the ultimate fantasy football experience, you can bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July the 31st. You can get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at the Win Resorts for you and your entire league. You can throw as many entries as you want into this because multiple entries are allowed so much to choose from all you got to do is download the WinBet app or visit winnbet.com to get started offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 so we want a sleeper sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today it's got millions of players you probably already have a fantasy league on there or 100 or 200. I know that I use it for all 600 of mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It is super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. And the main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it is the only app where I can join my buddies' contest so we can all play together. It's got a, bu a built-in group chat where I can say and copy, see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. I can say it too. It's insanely fun to write it out together. So stop what you're doing right now. Download the Sleeper app in their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your phone by going to sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad. Get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. We go to Hotlanta. For the Xfinity and the Cup races. And the Alsco Uniforms 250 is the Xfinity race on the all-new, well, not all-all-new, the once-raced Atlanta Super Speedway. Uh, and, and, yeah, so the Xfinity drivers get a chance to run it again. This is going to be a crazy, crazy race. Agreed. Yeah, and we talked about it a little on the DFS show as well, but uh, Super Speedways, man. 
anything can happen and anything will happen. So uh, obviously you should always bet within reason, but uh, be a little, a little more willing to lose what you put down this week because uh, you can hit some big ones. We, we got some big winners coming up that, that, you know, hopefully we can hit a long one. Had the Tyler Reddick, obviously a 25 to one last week. Um, so, you know, you're, you're living good off of that, but uh, things change in a heartbeat at these super speedways. So just be prepared for that. Uh, both Xfinity and Cup are there. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be gonna be fun. They've been here once. The intensity's cranking up, though. I mean, we're getting there in both of these series. It's coming down to almost being playoff time. So tracks like this is really an opportunity for somebody that can't win necessarily a normal race on an oval to be able to snag that win. Obviously, the the tapered space or whatever they use these days, restrictor plate racing, keeps the cars closer it, it almost gives anyone a chance to win we've seen the long shots hit so many times at these kind of tracks um so you know find a couple long shots you like sprinkle it on them and, and hope one hits but uh it's gonna be exciting I'm, I'm ready for it you know we talk about it too as far as this being a super speedway but it is literally a super speedway that is on a mile and a half track so i mean again it's, it's just because of the way that these are uh that the corners are are banked and the way that the whole track is is now configured but don't get us wrong it's still a mile and a half track but it races like a super speedway yeah absolutely and you don't have the room like you have a daytona or talladega those are bigger tracks they're wider they're more spread out um but these guys are getting to pretty extreme speeds and then those those corners come up fast the straightaways aren't as long so you get runs you're headed into the corner sooner um it can create for chaotic racing and i think it's going to be fun but uh we definitely, I think, you know, and we, I mean, we saw last week, temper started flaring, guys are getting into it. Noah Gregson's kind of got a target on his back now. You know, is somebody going to try and take him out during the race because they're pissed at him? And, and, you know, that could cause a whole chain of events like we saw last weekend where we got the big one on a road course. You don't see that too often, but, uh, you know, anything can happen. And yeah, again, just as we, as we get closer to these playoffs here, Everybody's really tightening down their belts, and they're going to be shooting for it. So it's going to be exciting. The margin of victory between Ty Gibbs and Austin Hill last year, or last uh, sorry, last time they were out on this track, 0.178 seconds, 11 lead changes. That's got to give you a clue as to what we're in for. So with that said, let's set up some of our favorite bets for this race. Cody, who do you got as your first uh, pick for, for your favorite bet? All right, we're going to start off with uh, Brandon Jones over Daniel Hemrick. And, uh, you know, rode with Brandon Jones last week uh, over Sheldon Creed. That was a plus money one. It cashed. Again, Brandon Jones is just Mr. Reliable. You don't see him up there battling for wins as much, but he's in good equipment. He's in a Gibbs car uh, that, that's always solid. He, he can run well. So I have him over Daniel Hemrick at minus 105. Uh, so we've been, they've been like the cup series at three super speedways this season. Again, Atlanta super speedway. We're lumping it in there with it. Uh, Hemrick finished 34th at Talladega, 35th at Atlanta, 28th at Daytona. Um, and Brandon Jones beat him in all three of those races. Again, it, it just, it shows you Hemrick not very consistent. Although colleague has had good super speedway cars in the past. Uh, their program has been down a little bit this year in the Xfinity with the focus on cup. Hemrick is having that championship hangover big time. He's not performed well. He's done a little better the last few weeks, but again, Brandon Jones, such a consistent racer. He's always up in the top five, top 10, you know, not necessarily always mixing up for the win, but he's always there up, up in there. And that's all you need is a decent finish from him. If he can stay out of trouble, I think he can finish over Daniel Hemrick only minus one Oh five. So there's not really any juice to lay there. You don't pay the juice anyways when you win. But uh, <laughs> again, Brandon Jones, he's he's just become Mister, you know, Mister Reliable. Not going to win for you probably, but but he's going to get you those solid finishes. And then he's head to head matchups. That's something you can really count on. And, and I think he's one that just gets overlooked because you don't hear his name every week, and so people aren't really thinking about him. But uh, yeah, I like him. I like it. I like that matchup. Uh, I very much enjoy uh, just the Brandon Jones aspect of it. That's another one where I talked about it earlier where it's, uh, I can't quit you. You've, you've brought up Brandon Jones a few times on the show. So, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. For my first Xfinity pick, I'm going to give you Tyler Reddick, the red hot 
Tyler Reddick coming off of a win last week uh, over Noah Gragson, who is public enemy number one up and down NASCAR at this point. So, and really, this is all boiled down to a couple of different things. One, obviously, when cup drivers go down to lower series, a lot of times they are the favorites and for good reason uh, because obviously they've got a lot more experience up at the higher levels than the, most of these guys do. Uh, and and Reddick is priced at 105 surprisingly enough, where Gragson's got the higher juice of it at minus 115. But Reddick, you're getting him at 105, uh, minus 105. And again, this boils down to the fact that Reddick is on a hot streak after winning. I mean, I say hot streak, but look, hot streaks can start at any, any, just all it takes is a snap. And that's, that's what it takes for him. And he's feeling it now. And he's going to be at a super speedway event where we just keep talking about it and anything can happen. And if we saw at a road course that he can win, what can he do at a super speedway? And with Gragson, I mean, again, it's just a matter. Look, he's been a red hot Xfinity driver this season. Obviously, a couple wins under his belt. Uh, a lot of top fives. What he's got eleven top tens, nine top fives, two wins. Uh, Gragson's hot. Gragson's a good driver, but he he will be driving a lot like Ross Chastain did the week after he got his hand smacked by Danny Hamlin. So, but Chastain did all right the next week, anyways. But even still. I feel like Gragson is going to be a little more reserved, especially in the super speedway setting where a one one mess up the way he did earlier can send a lot more cars into the garage. And now you have a lot more enemies coming off of a track like this than he did a track like uh, he was on last week. So, um, yeah, I just think Tyler Reddick will be driving with more confidence this week and, and Noah Gragson is going to be a little more uh, probably low-key. He'll still be aggressive, but I don't know that he's going to take as many chances this week as he would have if he wouldn't have had the problems that he had last week. Yeah, agreed. I like this one as well. Uh, I believe Reddick is the only Cup Series guy that has entered in the Xfinity from what I saw earlier, mm -hmm. uh, just in there. But, yeah, again, you know, I talked about it last week when I, when I picked him to win the Cup Series race. You know, he's had all this bad luck, and, and you know, it's either, you know, he's going to finish bad or he's eventually going to get that win. Well, now he's gotten it. So is that monkey off his back now? The pressure's off of him. All of that stuff. We've seen him win in this in this 48 car already this season in the Xfinity Series. He's coming back down there. Obviously, he's in the Cup Series for a reason. He's a Cup Series winner now. He's a two-time Xfinity Series champion. He knows what he's doing. We've seen Gregson been one of the best drivers, obviously, this year. And JRM's done really well. But again, huge target on his back. I think he's going to be looking over his shoulder more than he's going to be looking forward to, uh, this weekend. And so... I think that's going to make a big difference. And, yeah, again, Tyler Reddick coming off the win. This could definitely be the start of a hot streak for him. He doesn't have that pressure anymore. And a lot of times we've talked about it so many times where once you get that first win, it just starts rolling from there. And, I, you know, Reddick, he's been so close this season already a few times. Uh, you could easily see it happening. So, yeah, I, I like this one as well. You know, I was just singing Graxon's praises a little bit on the DFS show earlier, and I come out and say, nope, he's going to be driving yeah, reserve. But it's in true. the Cup Series, though, where he might not necessarily have a target on his back. This is true. This is in very the Xfinity true. Series, you know. And I think, I mean, like we talked about in the DFS, him being more conservative, just being out there to, to, to complete the laps, that's going to be good for DFS to get him a solid finish. But if he's being more conservative, because, again, he got his hand slapped by NASCAR. He got, to, you know, pulled into the trailer after the race. Then today they they find it or docked him thirty points, find him thirty five k. Dale Jr. was on Sirius XM reprimanding him basically to the world. Like so, he's gotten his hand slapped, his tail's tucked in, he's gonna be hiding, and so yeah, maybe that'll keep him out of trouble and not getting in a wreck. Although if somebody gets a chance to bump him, they're probably gonna do. It. So you've got that for one, and then for two, if he's not being aggressive, you know, if he finishes fifteenth, okay, but. Tyler Reddick can be up there in the battle for the win, and he's going to win that head-to-head -head for you. So, again, you like him for DFS for Cup. You know, I think you can like him there and not like him as much on Saturday for Xfinity, and I think it all works out well. So, Love it. Solid, solid reasoning, as always, from my man, Cody Zeeb. Uh, all right, let's pick some winners, shall we? Let's do it. Who do you got? All right, well, you know... Uh, I got to throw out two because, you know, <laughs> got to have a favorite that's going to win, you know. But we got to throw out a long shot because it's a super speedway and because I like to do that anyway. <laughs> All right, my more favorited guy, Austin Hill, plus 800. You just talked about it. He barely lost to Ty Gibbs earlier this season in Atlanta. We've seen it from him. He won a Daytona earlier this season. 
super good super speedway racer um he finished 27th at talladega he got caught up in an accident but still finished 27th which means he outlasted a lot of other cars um but again he's proven that he can do it he's done it in the truck series he's now done it in the xfinity series on two out of the three races he's been first or second in super speedways how much more can you ask from the guy eight to one odds absolutely love it so we're gonna go with austin hill plus 800 also riley herbst plus 2000 20 to one uh he's in a stewart haas racing car it's gonna be good he, you know he's gonna have power he's in a ford there's not a ton of fords in the in the xfinity series field so that's a little bit more concerning but i think when you get down to the end guys aren't too worried about manufacturers and who they're working with um he's one of those guys that again so consistent fourth at daytona to start the season fourth at atlanta earlier this season seventh at talladega so three super speedway races kept it clean in all of them he got two fourth places in a, in a seventh place finish in them so he can be there at the end and we've seen at the end of these xfinity series races if you can be there in the mix you can go from 10th to first on the last lap almost you know so if, if he can be riding in fourth he could easily get to the win you know first and second take each other out it slows third down whatever or he could be the pilot car up there so again if he can survive the chaos which he's proven he's good at doing at 20 to 1 i like riley herbst also to pick up the win it's crazy because we've been talking about him more and more as the weeks progress it just feels like he's starting to gain a little bit of momentum because he's he's just been in our conversations a lot more than yeah. normal so. and, and again yes the solid finishes he's been up there again the consistency that's that's what I look for more than anything in these super speedway races is guys that are consistent and can do it every week because, you know, some of these other guys, you take a big swing at them and it's either they're going to win the race or they're going to wreck out. And he's a guy that's consistently up there. And if he can put himself in position, we've seen it so many times where if you're just there at the end, you can, you can get into that win. And, you know, I, I don't think he's won in the Xfinity series yet in a ride that, you know, some of these guys have dominated in over the past few years with uh, Chase Briscoe and a Cole Custer before that in those Stuart Haas cars that were just crushing it. He's not performed as well, but uh, again, he's been more consistent lately. He's got the solid finishes. I think he could be there at the end for a long shot at 20 to one. I like a little sprinkle on that. All right. I'm going to give you somebody that I don't need to justify if you're a Slack channel person, somebody that we're all over almost every single week. And that's the winner of the March race here. And that's Ty Gibbs. Look, man, it's just he's Ty Gibbs, right? I mean, the guy has just been the, the class of the field all season long. He's been the darling of the Slack channel, um, and, and I pretty much think he's earned every bit of respect that he's gotten so far. Yes, his name is synonymous with racing, obviously, but, you know, kid's got four wins already, seven top fives, ten top tens. Uh, he won in Atlanta here. He won in Las Vegas you know, he's just, he's killing it all up and down on these tracks. And if he's not winning, he's sitting on the pole. Last week he won at Elkhart Lake. So, you know, he's fresh off of a win. Can he make it back-to-back -back wins? I think the chances are really good considering the fact that he did it last, uh, earlier this year in the spring. And, you know, Ty Gibbs winning is contagious. And so he's been top 10 in the last four races top five in the last in three out of the last four and top two in two of those so he's a man on a mission he wants to prove that he he's earned his ride up in the uh in the cup series when and if one of those gibbs cars gets vacated uh, obviously we know it's not going to be as soon as he wants it to be but um yeah ty gibbs plus 600 i, I really like it it's not bad uh, six to one for ty gibbs to win is not bad uh considering the fact that he did it last and most winners you'd find him down at plus 450 at that point but plus 600 i like it that give that speedway uh super speedway dis or not discount but bonus i suppose as it were yeah yeah exactly and, and i mean you're gonna see that in the odds for super speedways the cup series drivers the the most most favorited ones are 10 to 1 even so you're gonna get that little bonus on super speedways the dude's proven he can do it he literally as cleanly as possible raced and beat kyle larson on a road course last week he passed him to win after larson dominated the entire race like what more do you want from this kid like we've seen him go through it all we talked about him before the season even started we, uh, you know we mentioned if there's any futures you can find on this kid before he was even before they even said he was for sure going to be full-time if you can find any futures 
get him because he's, he's going to be worth it. He's got four wins already. We're only halfway through the season, basically. I mean, he's done it on super speedways. He's done it on road courses. He's done it on regular ovals. Like, he can do it anywhere and everywhere. He's already won at Atlanta. You don't need to make any more of a case for this guy. There's good value you're getting with the super speedway bonus, you know, extra odds. So don't think about it too hard and just take Ty Gibbs. Indeed, indeed. I like that as well. All right, we're going to come back, talk about the cup here in stage three. But before we do... Why don't you go check out that SGPN merch store? We have relaunched the merch store. And ladies and gentlemen, Cody, there is so much outstanding NASCAR gambling podcast swag out there. What's your favorite so far? It's got to be the hat, man. I cannot wait for mine to show up. I'm a big hat guy. Love hats. The hat is just beautiful. It's got the helmet on it. Such a beautiful logo, such a beautiful hat. I'm going to be wearing that nonstop. I cannot wait to get it. Amen to that. If you are a hat man as well or a hat lady, make sure to check out that merch store. There are tons of great finds for you, not just hats, but shirts and sweats. And uh, we, we talked about earlier, we need to launch some dog uh, cozies and, and some beer cozies with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast logo on it. There should be tons of that stuff out there for you. Plus, yeah, there's some other shows out there too. Yeah, I mean, whatever. You can you can buy some of that stuff as well. So, if you, <laughs> you got to have a second favorite show after the NASCAR show, right? The fantasy football podcast, absolutely. The CFL gambling podcast, all that stuff, right? Go go exactly. pick some of that stuff up. There's tons of awesome gear for you at the SGPN merch store with tons of your favorite SGPN shows. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your merchandise. Times are tough. Filling up your tank of gas seems like it requires you taking out a loan nowadays where you have to ask for permission to put more than $150 in your gas tank. And I'm telling you right now, it is tough and it leaves you tight on cash. I know that when I put gas in my tank, I feel like I have literally just drained not just the tank that I'm filling up with, but my bank account as well. And look, you can't change the past but you can get a little help from your future self. And maybe you'd like to ask to borrow a little cash from your future self. Well, now you can do that by joining Dave. Dave is the banking app that helps you get $500 instantly with extra cash, up to $500. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift maybe, it is wedding season, or even more importantly, just catch up on some bills. Finally tackle all those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups with no interest and no credit check needed. There are millions of people that have already downloaded the, the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, you need a little extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app now from the App Store. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all of your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, your neighbors, other prying eyes. That is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means all your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It is literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is also super easy to use. All you got to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it is on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take back your privacy today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. The big boys race around the Atlanta Super Speedway as well. Of course, the Cup Series coming off of a an exciting race, as it were, last week, uh, in which we saw Tyler Reddick become 
God, what is this now? The 13th driver? 13th different driver? 13th different driver. That has won a race. Uh, the fifth first time winner this season. That's pretty incredible. Also, this is the first time in NASCAR Cup Series history we've made it to the 18th race of the season and not had a three time winner. Wow. Nobody's won three times. First time ever. That is incredible. Just that yeah, I thought that was an incredible statistic. Uh just amazing, man. It this season, I know Fox used that tagline last season of the best season ever, but uh <laughs> they blew I it think a they little early. <laughs> they were talking about this season for sure. It's just been it's been incredible, man. The parody's been amazing. And, and it's just, you know, it hasn't been where we've seen one guy just dominating. Even most races now, this past weekend, a little bit of an exception. Chase Elliott led almost the entire race until the end he's he still didn't win it but uh you know we've not seen that a ton this year where it's just one guy that kind of dominates a race it's constantly movers and shakers and comers and goers throughout the race it's been an incredible season i don't think it's going to slow down from here on out uh, i think things are going to get even more intense I already touched on it a little bit i mean we're getting down to i think we're, we got eight races until the playoffs start so you're at 13 winners only 16 guys make it into the into the playoffs so you could easily we've got two more road courses we've got two super speedways those are four super wild card races you throw in new hampshire and pocono which could end up being fuel mileage races we've seen plenty of times at those places a guy like eric amarola won at new hampshire last year you know some of those guys that you, you don't expect to necessarily see guys like ryan new or uh ryan newman, ryan newman <laughs> definitely hasn't won ryan blaney hasn't won Martin Trex Jr. hasn't won. Kevin Harvick hasn't won. Kevin Harvick is currently outside of the playoffs. You know, guys like Brad Keselowski haven't won. There's plenty of guys that we could see win. Winners from last season like Michael McDowell haven't won yet. Like, we could easily see a case where somebody wins a race and does not make the playoffs, which has never happened before. And that that would be something to see for sure. But uh, the way the season's going, you, you can't, can't, can't count it out for sure. You cannot, and we won't. I mean, and this is, again, this is one of the things that we're going to really have to to buckle down and figure out where we're going to put the money on this week. I mean, we talked about it with Atlanta last time. I think we hit a few good good uh, bets in Atlanta last uh, yeah, March. Yeah, we had a really good, really good one in Atlanta last, last race. So the super speedways, man, it seems like if you can kind of sprinkle around on a couple of different long shot type of things, which is what we're doing here, all you got to do is just hit one of them, and, and then it kind of covers everything else. So, again... So much unpredictability. So many things can happen. You know, one lap can take out, you know, 20 drivers just like that um, with the with the big ones when we see them. And we almost always do on the super speedways. And again, with the intensity and with things really shaping up for, okay, we've got to get these playoff points. We've got to get, you know, regular points. We've got to get the wins. Guys are going to be gunning for it when they know this is their chances are getting lower. So, uh, I think we're going to see some really exciting racing. I think we're going to see a lot of aggression this weekend. All right. Well, let's get aggressive. Let's start lining up these bets for everybody. Who do you got first? What's your first uh, first favorite bet for this race? Let's get aggressive. First one I'm going with, Chris Busher to get a top five. This is at plus 585. He is one of those guys that's a pretty solid uh, plate track racer, super speedway racer. Uh, we saw him win a duel at Daytona. Uh, in the dual races, he finished 16th in the 500. Again, keeping it clean, getting a solid finish. He was seventh earlier this season in Atlanta. Uh, Talladega, he was 38th. He got caught up in it early. Again, you're going to see that it's going to happen. But this is a guy that has proven that he can do well. He's done well. These road courses, where did road course Chris Busher come from? Who who saw that coming? Where two road courses in a row now? He finished in the top five. He was second at Sonoma. Uh, again performed well uh at road america this past weekend like i don't know where that came from but uh here he is so his crew chief's gonna be suspended that's maybe a little concerning but again i don't put too much stock into that and how many times have we seen these interim crew chiefs get these guys their big wins anyways so uh you know uh roush fenway keselowski is, is a good enough program that i'm not too worried about that but they've proven that, that they can have good cars you know brad keselowski is his teammate slash car owner he could easily find himself uh, he's one of the best super speedway racers there is if they find themselves up there at the end and brad is behind chris 
he's not going to wreck him. He's not. He's going to want to get his car into the playoffs, despite how badly he wants to win. He'll push him to the win if he needs to. He's a veteran. He knows how to do that kind of stuff. He'll have help up there. The Penske guys out of the Ford camp are good guys that are always up there in front. So again, he doesn't even need to win. Just get in the top five, and you're getting plus five eighty-five odds. So I really like that one for Chris Busher. I was going to, I was looking for a top 10 bet this week. I wanted to give out a top 10 bet and I was like, man, I want Busher, but I couldn't find good enough odds to give on a top 10 bet. Uh, but top five, that's good value on a top five. And I, I was going to pick him as a top 10 driver anyways. So, I mean, bump him up five more spots. I like that. So. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, yeah. The top five, not generally something I look at. It's hard to find decent odds on, you know, on a week to week basis. But when you get into these super speedways, where you can have these guys that aren't necessarily in the top five all the time. And he's proven that he can be in the top five here recently. So again, one of those guys that he's really got that momentum built up again, back to the, not to beat the consistency drum too much, but he's been consistent the last few weeks. So if he can just keep parlaying that forward, we could see him easily squeeze into the top, top five here at the end of this one. I concur. Uh, I'm going to reach for my, I can't quit you button. Uh, go back and listen to the DFS show for that one. Uh, because I'm going back to the well another time for one Kevin Harvick, not for any sort of glamorous finish, but just a top 10, a pedestrian top 10 finish at plus 140. Again, I was telling you, I was looking for a top 10 bet. I just want to, I want a nice, simple top 10 bet. And Chris or Kevin Harvick is that guy. He has finished 10th in Elkhart late in Nashville. He finished fourth in Sonoma. Gateway was 33rd, but I mean, Gateway was a bust anyways, but third in Charlotte, fourth in Darlington, ninth in Dover. How many times has he finished inside the top 10? 10 times this season in 18 races. And of course, we know how rough the start of the season was for young Kevin Harvick. But the fact that he's been able to rally back and put together uh, a good back half of the season from about Talladega on down. Uh, it, it gets me encouraged to the fact that he's he's been inside the top 10 more than he hasn't uh, over the last several races um, since the 10th race of the season. So I, I like his chances to do it. Um, he didn't necessarily finish well in this last iteration uh, at Atlanta, but then again, we talked about he just got off to a slow start. So for him, a 21st place in Atlanta uh, to start the season was not the ideal way to do it. He, fit, he started eighth in that, but then again, a lot of people had trouble in Atlanta as well, and he just got caught up, and it was part of the slow start. He's improved since then. I like it as plus money uh, for a top 10 finish, and look, all you got to do is put the right amount of money on a plus money bet, and you're going to have a pretty good day. So if you're going to tell me that a guy that's consistently been finishing inside the top 10 is going to get a top 10 at a good track like this, um, I like it. Again, we're not asking Harvick to win. We're not even asking him to finish top five, top three. We just wanted to fit his way back into the top 10 like he's been doing week after week. Well, I'm glad we're not asking him to win because we know he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you finally realized that. Hey, top 10 bets, that's what he is. He's a top 10 driver now. You know, he won nine races two years ago. We're glad that he got to go out, you know, with that, that great season towards the end of his career. But uh, he's done winning races now. Top 10s are his thing. You're getting plus money. I, I actually... A Kevin Harvick bet that I like. So yes. you found one of those. So congratulations. And now I can keep my job. Well, I don't, hold on. Let's <laughs> let's just let's just let it cash first. Then we can like it. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I know this bet you definitely like because anytime you get a chance to do this, uh, you like it. So give me give me your I next absolutely bet. love this. The full fade of Denny Hamlin continues. Chase Elliott over hashtag fade Denny minus one twenty. There's a lot there's a lot of head to heads out there this week. This is a fun week to be a better because there is like well over a hundred options on head to head bets. It's it's absolutely incredible. But this is my favorite one of them. Chase Elliott over Denny Hamlin. I talked about Elliott in the DFS show. I'm gonna talk about him more here in a little bit. Uh I love him this weekend. Again, such a streaky driver. Second place last week. He dominated that race. He's the road course king. We have three road courses so far this season. He's not won any of them, despite having the best car in at least two of them. You don't think he's pissed off about that and having to settle for second? He is. He's going to want to come back for revenge this week. He won the previous week at Nashville. Um, he, he's been firing on all cylinders. He's been the most consistent car this season. Uh, at Super Speedways, he finished 10th to open the season at the Daytona 500. 
Denny Hamlin finished 37th. He finished 6th at Atlanta. Denny Hamlin was 29th. 7th at Talladega. Denny Hamlin was 18th. Hamlin's not even been the same in the same stratosphere as Elliott has. Um, I don't – and something to note going forward with these road courses, I don't know if Toyota just said fuck road courses and, and decided to completely punt on them or what, but they've been horrible there. So coming off of that, I mean, Hamlin, just looking at his numbers, yes, he's got two wins, but he's only got three top fives and only four top tens. So those just happen to be in the races where he won. Elliott, he's the points leader. He's had the most consistent season of, of anybody. He's got the two wins. He's got five top fives. He's got 12 top tens. Again, that consistency, he's a streaky driver, and he's proven that he's good at these plate races. He almost won the Daytona 500 last year. He's got wins at, at super speedways before. Hamlin, again, he's known as a super speedway racer, but in this new car, I mean, he's they've just struggled big time overall this season. He's gotten the two wins, and he's looked good in some races, but again, one of those guys where that bad luck just always bites him. Something always goes wrong. He's been getting caught on speeding on pit road a lot, having all kinds of issues. So I'm just going to keep fading him and hope that that continues. And uh, I think Chase Elliott will easily beat him this weekend. So minus 120, Chase Elliott over uh, Dennis Hamlin. Six Chevrolets in the top 10 in Atlanta in March. One, no, oh, two Toyotas rather. So yeah, and, and neither one of them. Or Hamlin, it was Truex, and it was Kurt. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, full fate of Denny, in effect, sure. We'll, we'll take it there. Uh, I like it. Um, all right, I'm going to give you a fun little one that I found. Uh, I like this one because it happened in March, and this is both track house cars, Chastain and Suarez, to finish inside the top five. This is a plus 1,100. This is a lot of fun. Uh, again, we talked about where the track house drivers were in the DFS show, but uh, last, in March... Ross Chastain finished second in this race, and Daniel Suarez finished fourth. Now, we're fast-forwarding six months. Both of them have... Six months? Five, seven, whatever. Four months now. Uh, in Into the future, both of these track house racing guys have wins under their belts. Both are eh, locked into the... Play both are going to be in Chastain's the playoffs. Chastain's locked in. He's got two wins. That's true. Chastain's <laughs> locked in. Daniel Suarez... Is it still needs a couple of uh, things to happen well for him. But if he finishes inside the top five at this race, he can, you know, make a long way into making sure he makes it into the playoffs. So um, it's a little fun one. I mean, again, it's, it's at plus 1,100. So 11 to 1 odds means that you don't have to put a whole lot down to, to actually make some money off of it. But if you want to have some, some fun cheering for both track house racers this season, I'm riding the momentum of the team. I'm writing the fact that they did it when, when Daniel Suarez wasn't uh, on the top end of the track house uh, pyramid. And, and he's still not necessarily, but he's still one of the favorites in the garage. He's still one of the favorites on the track. And I have a feeling that uh, this could be another good run for the 99 and the one at, at Atlanta this month. Yeah, I like it. I mean, they already did it once a season and you're getting it out at 11 to one odds. Like that, that's incredible. It's a super speedway. So again, anything can happen, but We've seen it so many times where teammates link up and they work together and they're going to try to be around each other all day. So if they can find themselves up there in the front, like they did already once this season at this place, then you're going to get them together. You can squeeze them both into the top five, 11 to one. They don't even have to win. They can finish fourth and fifth and you cash your bets. So again, finding these plenty of uh, bets and there's a lot of them out there. You can find the right ones and cash one or two of them. You're going to have a good weekend in what can be, you know, complete chaos and you can still come out ahead. So I, I really like this one. Yay. Cause I love, like I said, I love both track house racers and it's just, I, I know that Hendrick is still my ultimate favorite team because of my, my boy, Jimmy Johnson, but track house with Jimmy Johnson, no longer in the mix could very well become my, my favorite team uh, of this current iteration of NASCAR. But speaking of Hendrick and the Hendrick power motorsports cars, let's move to your winners. <laughs> Go ahead and take your nap now as we get to my winner list. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> yes. I'll be quick. Chase Elliott, I already told you I struggled on this one. So Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, they're co-favorites uh, to win this race, both a 10 to 1. I, I really considered Blaney with Ryan Blaney's corner, but uh, he hasn't been able to get it done. I've already told you how much I love Elliott this weekend. Uh, he's been incredible lately. He's on the streak. 
I already read off all of his great finishes, top 10 at all three super speedways. He can be up there when it matters. He's got nothing to lose. He's just trying to rack up as many points as he can. So he's going to be running up front, trying to get more stage points, get those playoff points uh, to, to pad that, that points lead that he has and, and, and try to get that regular season championship. So hopefully that keeps him in front of all the chaos and out of the way. Again, he's the hometown Georgia boy, and I think Elliott gets it done at 10 to 1. Long shot driver. <clears throat> I really struggle with this one this week. There's a lot of good ones out there. I kind of went back and forth with guys like Ricky Stenhouse. I settled on, uh, you know, Eric Jones. I kind of gave a little thought to. I settled on Chris Busher. Again, uh, talked about him a little bit ago with the top five. So if he can't win, you get him at the top five at plus 585. But to win the race, he's 40 to 1 odds, which is a pretty, you know, it's your magic brag, number. Already, it's your magic I've number. <laughs> I've already hit a 40 to one earlier this season on Ross <laughs> Chastain. We're coming off the 25 to one with Tyler Reddick. Let's just roll it all into another 40 to one with Chris Buescher this weekend. Dude, we've seen it. Anybody can win any of these races on any given week. You throw a super speedway into the mix. There's a good chance a long shot driver can win. We've already got 13 different winners. Why not make it 14 the way the season's going? It almost seems like that's destined to happen. So if Elliot can't do it, Chris Buescher, I think can, um, he was running good at Talladega. He got caught up in a wreck. He finished seventh already at Atlanta earlier this season, like I, I talked about a little bit ago. Uh, he was solid in the Daytona 500 with 16th place finish. He won one of those dual races, so he proved he can be up front in front of everyone. He can hold off the pack at the end there. Um, he, he's coming off a pretty good streak. Uh, well, sixth at Road America, Nashville was Nashville, whatever. But second at Sonoma, he was eighth in the All-Star race. So he's, he's been, you know, kind of getting on a streak here and I could easily see him just push it over the top with Brad Kozlowski coming to that team as an owner slash driver. You really would have thought that he would have had the better car this season, but I don't think it's even been close. It's Busher has had the better car almost the entire season, which seems crazy, but has been the case. And I think he could easily uh, wrap it up with a win here at 40 to one going to toss in a bonus for you. I talked about him in the DFS show. I can't quit this guy, Corey LaJoy. I'm going to bet him at every super speedway race until the end of time, no matter what. He's at plus 25,000. Just throw a little bit on it. That's 250 to one odds. You throw down a dollar and, you know, you win a bunch. So you got to throw a little something on him. He already finished fifth at Atlanta earlier this season. He, Oh, he could have won last year at Daytona. Man, he was so close. He was up there. He was leading the race with a couple laps to go. I was already starting to count that money. He didn't get it, but uh, 14th at Talladega, 14th of the Daytona 500. Uh, you know, I've already talked about it on the DFS show, but he's one of those guys that knows how to keep it clean. He knows how to be there at the end. And again, if he can survive the attrition, put himself in position and make that right move at the end, to see Corey LaJoy in victory lane would be probably the greatest thing we've seen in NASCAR in a long time. I would love to see it if you got a, a plus $25,000 or plus 25,000 odds bet to go with that makes it that much sweeter. So uh, hopefully we'll be doing more than stacking pennies uh, as his slogan is also top Chevy. You could get him top Chevy at plus 8,000. Like he doesn't even have to win. <laughs> I get that. There's a lot of Chevys and there's a lot of good Chevys, but you know, he could finish fifth, sixth, you know, something like, I think of the Daytona 500, there was like one Chevy in the top 10. So if the attrition happens, right, you know, you sprinkle a little bit on both of those. I, I like both of them, but uh, all right, now we'll get to yours after my long list of uh, winners there. That's a lot of NASCAR gambling podcast gear. I'm just telling you right now, you, you put yeah, the right dude. amount of money on there. You're, you're buying out the store. So, uh, and eating steak that night. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get to my winner. Not as sexy as all of Cody's winners as, as per normal. I Look, I'm going to lump my winner into exactly what we talked about with uh, the, the track house finishing uh, in the top five. Daniel Suarez comes in at plus 1,500. Like, to me, that seems like a very – I love that. I love those odds. I'm, I have the mic on a different end. So it, I've knocked into it a couple of – Cody's laughing at me right now, but I, have, I moved the mic. My wife, I look away for one second. I look back and Rod's like reaching over, trying to grab his microphone she, while he's still talking. <laughs> she was lovely enough to like, not only paint my entire office while I was gone, but she set this thing up 
in um, the most amazing way for me. And so now I, I'm, I'm trying to get used to not just hosting again, but hosting in a, in a brand new space. So yeah, I'll, well, next week we'll get this all ironed out and all the you know kinks will be gone. But um, welcome to episode one of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Uh, D- Daniel Suarez, plus 1,500 to win. I-, I made a case for him to finish top five, but in in the recurring theme that anything can happen and will, it just all it takes is for Daniel Suarez to get back up front again. I mean, we've seen it happen before, when that's why he ended up winning in Sonoma. It's just a, a beautiful thing for for Daniel Suarez to be able to to go out and run now just a little bit more open, a little more... Uh, free to to do whatever he needs to do to get the win, rather than concentrating solely on you know I need these for playoff points and he's in for the most part. Granted, there, yeah, <laughs> there could be a few more uh, outliers out there, but hopefully he gets this win equals his his track house racing buddy with two wins. They're both locked into the playoffs and then they can sail off into the pinata sunset together. But yeah, at 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 fifteen to one, I like Daniel Suarez. Because I just have a feeling that uh, he's riding the momentum of a solid finish. Again, another top five finish the last time they were there in March. So he's done this already. He knows how to get it done. And if he and, and Chastain can find each other and help each other like you were talking about with Kozlowski and Busher, who knows what can happen. So I, I like the odds on him as as sort of a, obviously not a $250 million to one odd, but I'll, you know, $1,500, i will take it. Well, he's probably got a little better chance than LaJoy, so that's probably why probably why there's a little bit of a, a discount on LaJoy there. But, uh, <laughs> no, I love this one, too. Daniel Suarez, we've seen it from him all season. He can be good. He can run up front. He was just having a problem putting it together. He's put it together now, proven he can. Again, coming off of a couple good road course runs here lately, getting that momentum built. Uh, yeah, I could easily see him smash another pinata, and everybody loves to see that guy. You get him a 15-1, to great odds. Chastain easily finishes in the top t- top five there, and you get the fifteen to one plus the eleven to one. Then you're having a real good day. Yeah, you are. Now you're buying even more SGPN merchandise, so uh, it's a win win for everybody in the industry. I wonder what kind of candies in that pinata. That's we need it. We need a prop bet you, on the. You need a breakdown. You got to wonder too, because like if they're keeping that out there, you can't really have chocolate in there because they throw it in front of the car. It's going to melt, get all sticky all over the, like, what do you got in there? Or what if it's like, you know, some Mexican candies that we've never even had? Who knows? Well, you may not have had. (laughs) I've had me some good old fashioned Mexican candies. The kind that's all. I'm not as, uh, I'm not as versed in the Mexican candy world, but uh, (laughs) I'm willing to explore all the candy worlds because I like candy. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe when we go out to the race in Vegas, we can have candy together from Daniel Suarez Pinata. (laughs) Uh, Perfect. All right, get out your pen and paper. We're going to break down all the bets for you. We start with the truck race where Cody had Ty Majeski to win, plus 1,000. I had Zane Smith to win at plus 400. Uh, let's see. Cody had Brandon Jones over Daniel Hemrick at minus 105 for the Xfinity race. I had Tyler Reddick over Noah Gragson at minus 105 for the Xfinity race. Cody had Austin Hill or Riley Herbst. Uh, Austin Hill at plus 800. Riley Herbst at plus 200 to win the Xfinity race. I gave you good old-fashioned Ty Gibbs at plus 600 to win. In the cup race, um, Cody gave you uh, Busher, Chris Busher at top, a top five finish at plus 585. I gave you Kevin Harvick as a top 10 finisher at plus 140. Uh, we are fully fading Denny Hamlin still as uh, you expect Chase Elliott to finish over him at minus 120 where I think both Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez can finish inside the top five. I also think Daniel Suarez can win at plus 1,500, where Cody feels like everybody can win and just throw money on everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Chase Elliott plus 1,000, Chris Buescher at plus 4,000, and Corey LaJoy at plus 2,500 are the bets. Cody, I think we laid down some great bets this week. I think so, too. Uh, You know, Coming off that twenty-five to one, still hungry, ready to get ready to get some big ones. So let's go for that two fifty to one this weekend. Two fifty to one, and everybody buys a uh, NASCAR gambling podcast hat with it as well. So, yes. Uh, all right, yes. Cody. <laughs> let's let everybody know where they can find you on the interwebs. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. Uh, ton of stuff coming out this week. Got F one article. Got a NASCAR DFS article coming out. I have an Xfinity Series article for Saturday with the Garage Guys. 
Uh, yeah, ton of stuff coming up. Got some fun fantasy football stuff coming next week. Uh, stuff like that too. So yeah, follow me there and then uh, follow the show at gambling NASCAR or no at NASCAR gambling. Ah, damn. I, I got it right last show, but uh, I had to mess it up this one at NASCAR gambling. That's where you can follow the show on Twitter and find all our good stuff there as well. Absolutely. But just join the Slack channel. Then you don't have to worry about it. It's all good. Follow us on Twitter as well, yeah. But follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez, And, of course, subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you on the Apple Podcast as well. Uh, want you to to tell us how we're doing because, believe me, uh, we, we love ourselves some good praise. So, uh, of course, make sure to do that. And, of course, just uh, go find all your favorite shows on the SGPN app as well. Till next time, though, everybody, let's, let's get some wins. Let's cash some more wins. I'm feeling good about what you guys did last week. I, I want to catch up. I feel like uh, feel like my job is in, in jeopardy here if I don't win some bets soon. So I uh, want to win you some money. And, of course, as always, folks, let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>